It's crazy how Bobby looks so much more like himself wearing a hat. Bobby, I like you with a yeah. hat on. It makes you seem less, in, uh, not intimidating, but like, I don't this know, with a shaved head, you just, se- you just seem like sort scared of- me a little without a hat. Yeah. No, I, li- I like you better without a hat, Bobby. What? Thank you. Yeah. My head is sunburned right now, though. And okay, well, your two employees have voted, bit. and we're the only mm-hmm. ones that get to vote. So. Yeah, that is Robert. fair. I am just a cop. <laughs> no, but, so. <laughs> Robert gets as a as Oh, a Annie lives in an apartment. Has a shaved head. Come on. Yeah, I'm a contractor, and I'm not even a homeowner. Well, oh, Michael's not a homeowner. I was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, your wife was a homeowner, and then you married her. So let's, let's calm it down a little bit. I mean, you kind of, like, inherited a home. Yeah. Wait, Gold you digger. do own a home? He did. No, I'll tell you the real story because he doesn't say it this way, but Emberly owned a home and then they got married and then he moved into the house with her and legally owned half of it and then they sold it and now they don't have a home anymore. Wow. So basically, since marrying you, her stock has kind of like gone down. So what he did was he found a strong female (laughs) that had already acquired many assets and then he was like, I need to attach myself to this. I need to latch myself to this train because it's going places. That's smart. Yeah. I don't want to hear that I'm intimidated by strong women anymore. Just mm, ride off their coattails. <laughs> also, ride off their coattails? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that that's exactly the phrase you You hold to on to their coattails as they run forward. You're hoping to catch up. I don't what, do you, what do you think it would be like if we did just one episode where we weren't allowed to talk any trash to Michael? I don't, well, we did, you know, we did an episode without him and we didn't talk we, We've done one without him, but like if he were here and we weren't able. Yeah. I haven't listened to that one yet. Did y'all trash talk me on that one? Not at no, all. I think. No, I don't mm, think we did. No. <laughs> if, if you say you didn't bring me up at all, that's going to hurt even worse. So no, no we I, talked about how much we missed you. Oh gosh. All right, no, I remember I having a, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was a very fun episode. We laughed a lot, but we always laugh a lot, you know? That, but that's not, that's not saying anything. And if you take that as me saying that it wasn't as fun with you gone or there, I don't know. That's a, I'm trying to get it to it's a you problem. It was a good time, but it was not better than this for sure. Um, yeah, as I look 100%. here at our little Brady Bunch tiles as we record, I, it would be something if we got up and our spouses or significant others just like sat down and recorded this podcast because I feel like we've internally have so many narratives about all be, of them. Could just be really well weird though because they don't really know each other at all so then you're just like but don't you think i don't know about emily robert or i don't know about your significant other robert but uh i don't know if you you want to say names i don't know if you want to say names do you want names out there with the millions of people listening (laughs) what was just edit out just happens hudson (laughs) um I've I've said her name before, so yeah, you're okay. good. You're good. I, I, just, I don't know. I don't know the protocol here. It's not like a Voldemort type situation. Like she's uh, pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> oh, I've never met her. You've never brought her on camera. We've all met everybody else. That's what I mean. We've not met her, so I feel the most trepidatious about like mentioning her. We can, yeah, we can make that happen. I'll I'll bring her on the next episode. Okay. Okay, bring her on. Is that really uh, fair to her? I do no, have to. Can I bring something up really quickly? I don't know that Robert uh, is aware of this. Oh no. Uh, oh yes, you can absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm just saying. Because I know what it is. We were on a meeting yesterday with Larry, and uh, Daiklin got home from work and heard us talking oh. and jumped on the call and started twerking. <laughs> no, <laughs> Robert. Yes, he he like walked up and said, "Hi guys," and, he, like, and then he turned around and started shaking his rumpus. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> what happens when you show up the calls? 
Yeah. And there's no – I wasn't invited to that call. I'm just a contractor. How dare you? <laughs> is there any recording of this? Unfortunately, no. I don't think Only so. Only in our <laughs> brains. Only in our minds. Now, I will say but that it, I did feel that Michael's twerking performance was better. Because oh, yeah. He well, had, it yeah. was there was more to it. Uh, it was vertical. He had, it was, Michael yeah, it was, was upside down on all it. It was yeah. more like, athletic. Listen, and the way the that craziest- he, he – really twerked like Daiklin you could oh, tell yeah. he'd never practiced it Michael you could tell like okay he's done this before in some form of fashion yeah Robert <laughs> yeah it was so clear that it was premeditated like he walked up <laughs> with such conviction he was like all right this is it this is my moment this, and he did it and he walked away yep. all of my kids know what that did- it happened as well and they are just like <laughs> well dad <laughs> what did what did you all think of it I laughed. I thought it was very funny. Um, I don't know. I mean, Ariel seemed ashamed, like ashamed. Uh, a little, yeah. uh, mm, not shame at all. Maybe slightly embarrassed. Yeah. Well, that's embarrassed. Kind of, I mean, it's close, isn't it? I guess it's close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm it happened. Incredibly though. jealous that <laughs> yeah. I got to see this. Well, just think like f- five years from now. Like if that happens in this company, it'll be a larger company. And then it'll probably have to be like a meeting, like a serious sit down meeting. It would be like Ariel. There was an event that happened yesterday on a call. Uh, Your husband turned around and did an offensive. We're telling her this as though she didn't know, like he came on and just, (laughs) well, we'd have to summarize those kind of meetings. You got to summarize what happened. And then there would be like a disciplinary process and a warning and, uh, that's why he did yeah. it when we're still small, you know? Yeah. He got it out of the way, put it out he there. He just did it now. This is like his dumper, not yeah. small. <laughs> what, if, what if that actually just becomes a thing of like every Monday on mm. the 3 p.m. call, Daiklin comes in and he shakes his butt for a few, few seconds? For the sake of alliteration, it might be better to have it on Thursdays. Oh, okay, yeah. Michael, make your joke. Yeah. It's <laughs> working Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> What? We need a twerking Thursdays. Why not twerk Tuesdays? I do like that better. Yeah, twerk Tuesdays sounds better. Well, Robert always has better ideas than I do. All right. (laughs) That's not true. Um, Real quick, before we get into the questionable decision today. That wasn't it. Most favorite, (laughs) least favorite forms of transportation. Planes, trains, automobiles. Mm. Ooh. I'll go first. Trains. Favorite. Favorite? Mm-hmm. Yeah, trains. Trains favorite. Least. But here's the tricky part: what train? Because I love I'm traveling by train, train too. But like an Give American Amtrak train, ugh, just it's hit or miss. That is so depends on your route. Like uh, classist. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. Because I know exactly what you're saying, and you don't have to say it. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't matter to me. It's a, whatever. I have no train. idea what I'm saying and not saying it. <laughs> yeah. Um, just the experience isn't necessarily enjoyable on every Amtrak route, but it's a, it's a great idea. I think it's, I, th- I wish we had, tra- like, I wish all of our trains. when you go to Europe, it's so much better. Like every, that's what I mean. Like a European train, train trip. They're not or, even like that nice necessarily, but it's so much easier, so much better. Um, mm. and then least favorite or a plane or an automobile or a type of automobile. I, I don't know. I'm probably just being in a car. Are, are we allowed to interject our own forms of transportation, or do sure. we have to stick with the three that you've provided? There's no rules, just right. <clears throat> First, favorite form of transportation is really anything on two wheels, like a bicycle, motorcycle, dirt bike, 
anything of that nature. Um, I've never ridden a moped, but if you know Daiklin wanted to take me for a ride on on his, I'd he, you be open fit. to it. <laughs> He'd love to. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna move on from that. Yeah, um, keep going, keep going. Yep, yeah, 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 keep rolling. Second would be trains. Trains are dope. Um, we yeah. did a few years ago. It's actually almost five years ago now. When me and my roommates were um, in Europe, we did some train trips in Italy. Like yeah. I think we did Florence to Rome or vice versa, things like that. Like I did that it's just too. awesome to be able to see the entire countryside of of a place that's mm. new to you. So that was really cool. Um, then I would go planes and least favorite is definitely automobiles. It's just, yeah, yeah it's not fun. Um, I think if we, I was like doing like a, a cross country road trip type thing, a train would be ideal. I do love a car ride though. Um, but like a comfortable car, I, the worst would be a car that like doesn't have air conditioning and is loud and wow. you're, you're just what cars like, are you driving around in? Yeah, my, my question was, which is your your favorite and your least favorite? And Ariel decides to paint like the worst picture. Hey, I've been on some shitty cars on some long car rides. So you've been I, on some it, shitty cars again. In, I, you're in you're, some, you're supposed to understand the English language. Yeah. Our prepositions are off today. All right, they are. They are. What are your prepositions, okay. Ariel? Tell us so that we know. <laughs> Just, Bobby's like afraid to laugh. <laughs> oh, I'm just yeah because uh, I just uh, please stay. Michael, what about you? Uh, <clears throat> I like different things about all of them. If I had to just pick which one I'd like to go on a trip on, a good train ride probably. <laughs> but like even that, <laughs> have you have you been on some pretty shitty trains? Of course I have. I've taken the train from like Orlando to New York City. It's like in coach that that's pretty rough um that, hang on well, yeah can we on. why did you do that and when did you do that i mean i i've traveled by train many times okay but why like in college i'd go i'd go to up you know to south carolina or to, to washington dc like i would just, just take like trips and yourself? i'd take a train you just take like a yeah, solo sometimes trip with friends gonna- Really, I, I feel that's that's unique. I, I think we yeah, should just unique. acknowledge that that's not common. It's cool, and I like it. Well, that's kind of what I mean about the trains. Is yeah, don't act like it's normal. I live on the East Coast. Yeah. None of you guys live on the East Coast, so we have you know. Well, you know, you're the Central East. I live in. In other words, we have sort of. We have. Uh, Wait, is Florida considered East Coast? Florida's considered Florida. Yeah, it is it's a, a whole a different separate, animal. That's a separate, Whatever. That's a separate what I mean, thing. guys, is there's a. <laughs> A train track that runs from Miami to Washington, D.C. or Maine. Like, we have a line that connects all of those, you know. I have a hard time imagining you in, uh, in Miami, just being in Miami. I just yeah, it's not my seem favorite like where you would want to be. Do you ever go to a nightclub by yourself? No. I'd like to ask a really dumb question. And I know this is dumb before I ask it, but I legitimately don't know the answer. Can trains go up hills? And if so, How? holy crap they can but i don't know how robert so i can answer part of it and also traction there's nothing but traction do you know how heavy those trains are yeah but it's like steel on steel 
with a locomotive that, can, that just goes driving it forward. Absolutely. Well, how does how do cars get uphill? They've got they got treads and asphalt. You think that it's the there's rubber. a lot of grip there. I mean, I'm just saying you put you put a car with no tread on an icy hill and it's not going up that hill. I want to go real heavy right now, but you did preface this with it was going to be a dumb question, so I'm going yeah. to just keep it. I'm going to try and keep it down. <clears throat> when you when you say real heavy, what do you mean by that? <laughs> like, it's just a funny, 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 funny question. You're going to say mean things to me? <laughs> no, Robert. Trains can go uphill. Uh, if they couldn't, how could they go anywhere? They'd have to go in a downhill circle. Tunnels. <laughs> Everything has to be perfectly at grade at all places <laughs> yeah. across. Well, no I mean, I think like they can probably have a little variation, but it's hard to imagine me just. It's hard to for me to imagine a train just going up the side of a of a mountain. I mean, okay, up a mountain, a little bit different, maybe. But even then, I think if we were to look into like mine carts and things, like they they have to go up inclines and up and down. What do you think um, is the maximum incline that it? train can go up look i've got a dog barking i've got cleaning people coming to the house there's a lot happening in my life right now so a thousand feet whatever just keep going <laughs> ariel doesn't know english you don't know <laughs> algebra what is well, that but i'm i'm can you like if you were okay okay hang on hang on hang on you just tell me i'm gonna do my hand from level to okay. a, a certain amount of incline and All you right. tell me at which stop. point a train cannot go up it anymore, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Stop. That's, That's what 45 I think. degrees right there. Yeah. I don't know, man. I have to believe if I were to start some Googling right now, I'd see pl- trains going up greater than 45 degrees. Okay, Michael. Let's stop there. That, 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 feels, that feels that feels aggressive. Real. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> All right, I have a questionable decision for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to move on from the? Okay. Yeah. Fair. So the cut from New York's magazine recently published this huge list of etiquette tips. There's like over a hundred of them, and the idea is that our reality has changed so much over the past three years with like pandemic and social upheavals and everything, and that the rules of being like a normal, nice person in society have changed somewhat, and so. I don't, I'm obviously not going to go through all of these, but there were some that were like kind of there. They seem somewhat related to money. And so I just wanted to go through some of them quickly and find out, you know, if you guys feel that these are uh, smart decisions or not smart decisions to kind of like follow these new rules of etiquette. All right. So the first one I'm going to start with is never ask anyone what their job is. Is that, would it be questionable to ask someone what their job is? Dumb. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. All right, Next. I agree. I think okay. <laughs> All of these, God, we're gonna have to cut Michael from this episode. All of the because, like I, Ariel, I can tell you right now, Michael did not change his anything over the last three years. I know, <laughs> not I know. a single thing changed. He was I, like, I stubbornly, I'm gonna stay exactly the same. So I copied and pasted ones from the list to my uh, Google Doc, and one of the first ones that I copied, I just skipped over because I knew what Michael would say. And so <laughs> no, let's hear it. Let's on. hear it. Come on, let's hear it. No, well, no. okay. Are Hang you afraid? On, no. For if like if you're not asking someone what their job is, like what that feels to me like that's typically one of the first things in a conversation with someone you don't know. Like yeah, that's something yeah, it's, they do. It's an icebreaker. Forty hours a week. So it's like even if you. 
ask it in a polite way of like, oh, I don't, I don't, what do you do for work? Like, that's just a, such a common question. Can you yeah. quickly yeah. give us the short version of why this is no longer polite? Just so I just so I can see where they're coming from. Well, I think with the job thing, I think it's just that because of the like uh, inflation issues and sort of like class issues that have happened over the past few years with fi- yeah, Michael's. Yeah, see, I'm going to stop. That's, I can't even begin to attach my brain to anything. I know. I know. This is, you know. Okay. Well, Robert, if you keep going, Robert and I will answer the questions. <laughs> so on that one, though, I can see how like if it's June 2020 or like May 2020, like when everything is still yeah. kind of like shut down, I can see how at that point that would be a tough question because a lot of people did lose jobs during that mm-hmm. time, especially people like, are right now too in the, in the tech yeah. space. I mean, a lot of people are losing jobs. So I could see yeah. that. I could see that being maybe a little bit of a, like I can see around here that the, the oil industry goes through ups and downs. And it's like, when there's a down, you really don't ask people what they do. Cause like usually, yeah. I mean, especially in my area, it's like, you know what they do and you know that there's a good chance that they either have lost their job or are afraid of losing their job. Um, so I can see that. That makes a yeah, little it's bit a more sore, sense. It can be a sore subject for some people. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one sense. for group dinners with friends, always split the bill evenly. I think that's, this is something you should do or shouldn't you what, should, what was it? you should. So when you're out for a group dinner with friends, always split the bill evenly. I'm going to say yes, <clears throat> unless you've invited everyone out and like made the plans or something kind of like that. Yeah. I think, and but this is that's kind of like traditional etiquette that like if you invite people to dinner, you should it's the it's the assumption is that you're paying. Mm-hmm. But if you're sort of just loosely getting together for dinner, the assumption should be that everyone's paying for themselves. Whoa, whoa, whoa. you said evenly divide. Yeah, yeah so like regardless. Oh, absolutely if, not. Oh, no, like, no, no, yeah, no. So like if Michael gets like oh, seven no. appetizers and like I've got to split the. Also, I never get more than three appetizers. <laughs> Look, I paid for your dinner the other night, and I saw what I saw how much that costs after I was looking Three through the credit card statements today. I was like, "Holy crap! You got something. You got some. You got three of something. Happy birthday!" Um, <laughs> yes. Thanks. I, I love. Thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so no, absolutely not. No, that, that would be the expectation. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. That seems like a strange expectation. Not strange, but I just don't see usually like if my friends go out when we go out to like lunch or dinner or something, like you pay for what you got and then like somebody'll be generous and like if we got like queso at a Mexican restaurant, like somebody'll be like, put the queso on mine. You know, like that's it's like a, there's like a generosity that kind of like happens where people pay for other people's stuff sometimes. Yeah. So I think well, that's I've had good. it happen before too, like where you try like the the server brings out the bill and it's all on one. Right. And then you mm-hmm. ask, Hey, can you split this between us? And then that turns into a big thing or can we each pay for our own? But then it's like, okay, as a sort of like conceding to that, it's like, okay, just split it evenly between us. I've done that, but that's sort of like the worst case scenario as opposed to the expectation. If, if that's what you're going to do, if you're going to split the check and you feel like everything's roughly even, maybe you can make that call. But Ariel's presenting as like, though, that's like the etiquette. And I don't think that should be the etiquette. Now, I do also think, you know, as you progress further in life, I think you should be much less worried about that kind of thing. Like as you're, if you're financially stable, you know, I, I, I hate splitting a bill at a table. It's, it's like, I don't want to deal with the money part of it in the mail. So I oftentimes just pay for the check, whether that means I'm paying for it or I like it just Venmo me like, 
either way, I'd rather just be take this, pay for it. I don't want to be splitting a bill here at the end of a nice meal. I think that's um, why I like that the that rule of split evenly is that it is such a pain in the neck to be out with friends and the night is, you know, it's a great evening. You get to the end of the night and it's like, yeah, and you're let's having pull out our calculators. And, and, <laughs> yeah, I hate that. The next one is related to Venmo. Venmo's remind button is too aggressive. So text oh. text them instead. What do you guys so think? If you, have a, if you have a friend that you've paid for something and they're that – if you call them a friend and they haven't paid you, remind. I used to do it viciously in college. <laughs> with I've using Venmo or it. texting? No, the remind button. That's okay. like a, hey, bruh, you know what's up. Does the remind button – is it a public display? Because, you know, like Venmo, everything is public. No, it just sends it- them a notification. And you can only use it one time. Oh, wow. I didn't know I'd, that. I'd just text them. Be like, hey, could you – I don't know. I just, I would, that- and I would do th- – I would find texting to be much more aggressive. Like, hey, you need to pay me, as opposed to, hey, you may have forgot about this. Here's a here's a reminder. Actually, yeah, I'm with no. You I, I texting yeah. to me would seem very uncomfortable. Yeah, I would. Hey, yeah, I would dude, go pay me that money you owe me. Aggressive button. Well, it's not a passive aggressive. You sent the request. You just said you viciously and- used it. <laughs> it's a passive aggressive button. <laughs> Depends on the in- <laughs> the intention when you hit the button. Yeah. But my point goes back to. I suppose I'm always using it with friends, like, you know, guys I went to college with or people that are close to me where I don't really, we're not like concerned about each other's feelings as much. <laughs> so yeah, we don't worry about that dumb shit. <laughs> yes. All right. Next. All right. The next one, if you lose or break something that you have borrowed, offer to replace it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't feel like that's something standard. that should have changed either. Like that seems like that right. always been the case. <laughs> In the past, it used to be like, "Oh, sorry, I broke your vase. See you later." <laughs> All right, don't buy a gift off registry. Mm, okay, oh, I got thoughts ooh. on this one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The registry is there for a reason. Because like when I every time we've used one, it's like, "Hey, we need these things," and then sometimes you get it off registry and you get something you don't really. Like I don't, for me, I don't really like it. Ariel. You do really creative, cool gifts, and I love that. But if you did that for like a registry or something, I'd be like, yeah, "Can you just give me the thing that we asked for?" You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a <clears throat> to me, it's, it's tricky in, in context. Context matters a lot because we labored over our wedding registry or or our baby registry to find the types of things we wanted, and we had people give us, I mean, just completely. Like they'd give us like a kitchen appliance, like it was like this big that we didn't want. And it's like, what? This is this is crazy. However, I also think that you know I've been given gifts that I didn't ask for that were maybe you know much more unique or maybe even more expensive than I thought would be appropriate to put on a registry. And I think that there's something nice about giving someone a gift that means something from you. I think it just matters like who is this person to you? What are kind of the price ranges of the things you're giving? Because what I've done before is give a small gift from the registry and then something else that like I liked when we got married. Like, um, you know, like the, the spatulas I gave you guys. That's something I like to like also give to other people. So I have those types of things that are anyone probably would like it. It's not like a very niche thing. And I like to be able to give those as well. But you do kind of want to honor the fact that people are asking for something specific. So it's kind of tricky. I think you got to just do it carefully. I think there's a very, very nuanced answer, Michael. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I'm a nuanced guy. That. I'm not a black and white guy. That's <laughs> actually, yeah, that's accurate. That's true. You're very nuanced. 
Uh, as somebody who does like to go off registry, because I do really enjoy gift giving and I enjoy, like if it's somebody I really, I feel like I know well, I'm more likely to go off registry because I feel like I know what else they might like. But it is really hard though, because then you're like, well, I know better than you almost. <laughs> you know, like if you could have asked for this amazing thing. Um, I don't know. I like Michael's answer of kind of like something on registry and then maybe something small that's off that might, you know, be nice as well. Or you just give them money, you know, You're like here, take this yeah. cash and go do what you want with it. Yeah. I think the challenge here might be like the people who, who are most likely to buy something off registry, this is not including you, Ariel, might also be most likely to get you a gift that you don't want. Like if you have like an aunt or somebody who's like, oh, I'm just going to get them X, Y, Z. It's like, yeah, but I don't think we, we don't want that. You know, could we say that maybe a, um, a differentiation here could be like, there's a difference between if someone doesn't have an appliance or something you could go to Walmart and buy on their registry and you go and buy them that it's rude. But if someone gets you a handmade something or a very specialized something, that's that's not really an essential, but it's not it's general enough that it's a, a usable utilitarian thing. I feel like that that's not that's not rude. Where mm -hmm. it'd be rude to buy someone a piece of art. Ah, here's an art piece of art that you didn't pick out to put in your house, which I know people yeah. who have done, which is crazy to me. <laughs> Do not buy me art. Uh, <laughs> There's a, there's a, it's good to know. That's really yeah. good to know. Ariel and I almost got you art for your birthday, right? Because you were looking at all those those things in Asheville, and you were going through those art galleries and stuff, and you were like, "I like this one." And so we were like, we had a plan. We were going to get it for you. So I'm no, so no, glad I'm second guessing myself. Just got you food. No, I, I don't know. We were like I think taking the idea notes that, and yeah. oh my god, yeah, yeah. y'all dodged a bullet. On yeah, that we dodged one. a serious bullet. But he could have a better background if we bought him art. Oh, I'm know? working on this. Don't worry. Don't nobody look at this. <laughs> Ignore this. Yeah. It's a little Man. tricky because I would love to see what you guys pick, but like I, what if mm. I don't have a place for it? Like I don't know. I don't know. It's it's you're making someone's decision for them. I think that's the point. You're making someone else's decision for them. I thought the chance of you hating it and telling us that you hated it was extremely high. So I didn't I didn't want to go that route. We also that realized accurate. that the originals were way too expensive. Sorry, Michael. Oh, wow. Well, that and so we knew that you would only want an original. You know, a print wouldn't be good enough. You didn't anyway. mention that part, Bobby. <laughs> well, okay. I'm not spending $4,000 <laughs> on your, I mean, you almost did that with the dinner that I bought you, but yeah, it's, it's, you know. All right. Okay. I have one final one. Uh, when a kid's birthday party says no gifts, you are supposed to bring a gift. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. I no, disagree with that. No. Maybe bring a bottle of wine for the parents, but mm -hmm. no. And that, and I say that again, kind of the same thing. Don't buy my kid a toy that I've now got to like keep around that I don't want. Like, yeah. if 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 you specifically request that, it's just a you're making a decision that like, oh crap, now I've got to store this thing somewhere. I've got to like, I don't want this thing making noise all day long. Yeah. So it's like the nice thing to do isn't to give me something I don't want. The nice thing to do is like respect what I have asked you, please. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. from the, from the take of this article, it may be because like, well, you know, it may be a money thing. I don't really buy that as much. Like 
I think it's always nice to do something for someone when you go to their home or when you go to a party. You always bring a bottle of wine or you bring a candle or you bring something. It's not saying like, I gave you this gift in exchange for me being here. It's just a nice gesture. So I think that's different than, you know, someone requesting, don't buy this toy for my kid. But you could take something for them. You could bring a small little, I was going to say houseplant, but even that I'm tricky about. I don't know that I want you bringing me a houseplant. Put <laughs> <laughs> some flowers or something that... I think what I'm I think what I'm settling in is don't make permanent decisions for other people. Yeah. Don't buy people things that are permanent if they haven't asked for it. As somebody who has older children who like they do go to a lot of birthday parties and stuff, it it does become a lot to have to feel obligated to go and buy gifts for I mean, there might be a month where there's like five birthday parties or something. That's a lot. And and it's more common now for parents to say no gifts, but my kids really do enjoy getting a gift for people. And so they'll like go buy like a bag of Skittles for their friend or like find a couple good Pokemon cards to give them. And I'm like, I feel like that is appropriate. That is okay. But Feeling like you have to go buy like a $50 Nerf gun or something. No. Agree. Agree. Okay. Well, there was another one that I wanted to bring up that's not money related, but I, I just, if someone starts telling you a story you've heard before, you have two seconds to tell them. This is not the one that I had feelings about with Michael, but oh, you. <laughs> I, I will tell you that one in a second. Just tell okay. me your feelings on this. If someone starts telling you a story that you've heard before, you've got two seconds to tell them and then you have to listen to the rest of it. No, because I think you just find an opening to be like, oh, yeah, I remember when you said that. Like, yeah. I, think you, oh, I think you can just that wait. That smooth. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise you just interrupt them and you're like, yeah, I've heard this before. <laughs> and that's like, that's not etiquette. That's being a jerk. Yeah. Again, I think it uh, generally, I think I agree. We do have a couple people in our family who like to tell the same stories over and over again. And my wife's family has a member who does that a lot. And they'll just sit there and hold up the number of times they've heard the story before. Like they'll just hold it up and they know that. But it's it's a, you know, it's an endearing thing. That's awesome. It's not seen as rude. Well, I, I think that I tell the same stories a lot, but it's because I for, I've legitimately forgot if I told it. I'm just not sure. I'm yeah. So I don't, I mean that that probably happens a lot. And I usually preface things if I think I've said. I usually preface with like I think I've told the story before. I I yeah. wanted to bring this one up because I think I tell the same story over and over again a lot, or same stories, and I want you to tell me mm. immediately. I want to be interrupted and yeah. like smacked. No not problem. Smacked, no, just interrupt me and tell me. Yeah. Heard it. Moving on. I think I think you do want to let the person know that, but I think like because you don't want to find that out at the end, right? If you're the one telling the story <laughs> and then you get all the way to the end and someone's like, oh yeah, you told me that story like two weeks ago. But you also don't want to be interrupted like right at the beginning, I feel like. That's yeah. just jarring. Like two seconds feels aggressive. The counterpoint is yeah. the person is probably bringing up the story because it relates to the conversation you're having. So yeah. even if you hear the same story, no, if it's a three minute story, maybe that's a little different, but if they're just bringing it up to like tie it back to the anecdote, I mean, who cares if you've heard it before? Like if they were just on, Hey, I've got a story for you that happened the other day. Maybe, maybe I don't want to hear that again, but if it's in conversation, <laughs> it probably relates to the conversation. So maybe just let that one fly. Also, who is making these etiquette rules? Like who gets the, who's the person who decides this? I'll, I'll share it with, I'll share it. We should share it in the show notes and then I'll, I'll send it to you guys as well. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to okay. see this. I'm curious to like know it's who a the team. police are. <laughs> what's the, okay. So what's the one that you didn't want to say? All right. The one, well, I just knew Michael's answer on a date. All individuals present should gently and politely compete to pay the entire bill. 
Oh, no. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. No. I think it depends on the context. I don't know. No. Like I, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. If it's important that the person that I'm on the date with wants to pay for some reason, like I don't. Like you can compete. I'll just. I'll. I might win. But like we can compete a little <laughs> bit. I you feel like I mean? there's like, they're talking about like uh not like you and your spouse are on a date, right? This is you know right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're on a yeah. you're on a date. Uh, are we talking like first date? Are we talking third date, tenth date? It doesn't say. Listen, so. I haven't been on a date in eleven years other than with my wife, but I can tell you if the woman maybe offer but especially insisted on paying or like tried to pay that would not be the she would not get a second date that's his screening process yeah i just i'm a fan of like taking people at their word right so like Mm -hmm. even if i'm out with a friend and like my friend offers to pay i might protest once like are you sure and then if they say yes it's like i'm cool i'm done there like you've made your wishes clear and i'm not gonna do this weird, subtle competition thing to be polite. I think the word yeah. competing is a little it's bit a weird. a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. I would just rather you just tell me if you like, if you just sat down and said, Hey, I want to pay for this. I'd be like, I don't know. I wouldn't be like, no, you're a woman. You can't pay. Like, I don't know. I would, that would feel <laughs> right, very yeah. strange to me. <laughs> like say something like that. I would be like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. I think that's a good one. Also, like yeah. if you're the person who's, who wants to pay, maybe you want to pay because like you just like had such a great time and you're like, I feel like I want to pay for this because this was a wonderful experience or something. I don't know. That's yeah. I also haven't been on a date in like 20 years. So yeah, Yeah. I feel a lot differently about that than I do the, the waiter staring at me and giving you the bill instead, Ariel. That's that's <laughs> a lot different because that happened and that felt very offensive. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, that deeply <laughs> scarred me. I mean, she was at the time the CEO of the company, so the yeah. waiter did make the right decision. Actually, true. yeah, that's true. so fair. true. Fair, fair. Yep. Well, actually, no. How many drinks had had you had at that point? Because that would affect your whether you're CEO or not. Actually, I think you were still CEO at that point. Mm-hmm. I, I was still. Yeah, it was after that dinner. I think is yeah. when you lost your, your CEO privileges. Yep. I gave them away. I responsibly, you know, gave them to you because I knew that an intoxicated CEO is maybe not mm. the best. Spoken yeah, like we, a true leader. Can I just? Right? I'm just going to tell people before we close: <laughs> if one of us drinks too much, we lose our position of power in the company. That's what happens, and it's yeah. a, it's a good rule, sort of. It, it might not be a great rule at all. But it was funny. It defers to me because I don't drink. Therefore, yeah. it's a great rule. I'm a mm-hmm. big fan. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. We'll be back next week with another episode. If there's any questions you'd like us to consider on a future episode of Questionable Decisions, feel free to text it to us. There's a number down in the show notes. Also in the show notes is a link where you can sign up to our email list. Every week we send great emails from Uh, Bobby and from Robert and from the team. And we'd love it if you join that. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks.